0: Has your love life been in the dumpster? That's a question for you.
1: <laughs> okay, well, that's weird. That's weird that you haven't heard the John Cena walkout song. Why hasn't anyone arrested him yet? Oh, oh holy fucking shit! I'm coming to town! Oh. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Hello and welcome to People You May Know. This is a special Halloween episode about all of the Scream movies. I was absolutely obsessed with Scream as a kid. Um, I think it came out when I was 10. I believe it came out in 1996. And I just fell in love with it. Lord knows why. Um, I also... I also used to read books about serial killers. Um, That was a little later. I was, I think, 13 when that was the case. I really can't say why pain and torture and horror movies spoke to me. I remember going to the various video stores in my town and looking for every horror movie I could find I would I would rent horror movies all the time we had video park. Oh my gosh, video park was amazing. Video park had themed rooms. So the kids movies had um a play area in the middle, so like like a little slide. There was a romance section which I don't know. I don't I don't feel like dramas were in there. I think it was only romance, which just seems insane. But they had a big, like, gone with the wind, uh, paper mache sculpture. It, I mean, I can't. In my memory, it didn't look good. I don't know. It's what they went with. It worked for them. In another room, the comedy room, they had a Three Stooges... I want to say also paper mache sculpture that I believe moved. I believe it was like one guy like hit the other guy in the head with a hammer. It was like some something like that, which seems, you know, a little dark. (laughs) Um, And then the horror room, the horror room had the crypt keeper the tales from the crypt crypt keeper he walked in and he'd pop up from the coffin and it was dark it was dark in there it was creepy and actually the only thing I remember seeing the movie that for some reason like really stood out to me there was Tremors I remember thinking Tremors was so scary when I was really, really, really little. And I think that's why I only vaguely remember this video store, because I think it was only around when I was very tiny. And I just remembered, I was like, what is that movie that had like snakes coming out of the sand? And it was Tremors. I've, I've, not seen it forever i don't i don't feel that i need to i can't imagine it's actually good uh this video store actually did also have a like curtained off section you know what i'm saying i never went in there i was like oh that's probably for employees but mm, it wasn't um actually they also had like a hidden wall it was kind of maybe it led to like the spy and like espionage section because it just looked like a wall of videotapes but then you could open it up and get and maybe that's where the porn section was because I definitely remember that uh seeing it one day by happenstance when some pervert went back there I guess but I would go primarily to Blockbuster okay yeah Hollywood video was good but But I think Blockbuster was the primary place where I would find the horror movies. And every time, I was disappointed. I was disappointed with so many of these horror movies because they were never dark enough. They were never disturbing enough. They were never gory enough. The only one that met my expectations was Texas Chainsaw Massacre. And as I got older, I was able to find some some weird ones like um tourist trap and the burning that met my expectations but those were not at the video store um i got to see at the video store like demonic dolls was one um i mean of course they had like puppet master and phantasm and just like hellraiser and movies that to me are just terrible um But it was really, it was such a joy to try out a new horror movie, even though I knew. I knew they would be disappointing. I knew they'd be so disappointing. And I think maybe that's why Scream really did something for me. Why it really touched my life was because it was truly disturbing. It was truly scary. It was truly special and surprising. And funny. So funny. And I had a huge crush on Matt Lillard. I mean, that was just, which totally makes sense to me. Like watching it as an adult, I'm like, yeah, Skeet Ulrich is like so cute, so dreamy, (laughs) like the ultimate murderous boyfriend. Clearly. But no, I liked the fucking goofy one. I liked the obnoxious one. Like, of course, course that's the one I was drawn to. Just the one sticking his tongue out all the time. It's, It's so silly. So silly. Anyway, I hope you enjoy this episode with Casey. It was recorded on June 1st. So if we start talking about how it's summertime and we're you know, going to the beach all the time, wearing our board shorts and our flip-flops. Like, now now you know. This is the peak behind the curtain, not unlike the, the curtain or hidden wall they had at Video Park. You know, now you know a secret. This was filmed in the summer, and I'm so sorry. But please enjoy, and welcome to the show. Welcome, Casey, uh, to an episode of this podcast that's about Scream for some reason that really did not need to happen. I would just like to explain how it did happen, okay? So, our mutual friend Alex, like, I talked to him on Marco Polo, the Marco Polo video chat app. And I would mentioned something about the movie Scream, and he was like, oh, I think Casey is really into Scream. Like, you should talk to him about it. (laughs) And I was like, oh, okay. And that just immediately made me think, well, why not just have an episode of the podcast about it? Because I, you know, used to be obsessed with Scream. But I messaged you about it. I was like, hey, do you want to do like a Scream episode? Alex said you're into it. And what did you say?
1: Uh, I said I didn't really know what he was talking about. Uh, well, okay, but specifically there is one thing. I, I am really into the um, the Scream mask with the tongue sticking out. The one where he's doing the was-up. Right. So I would yeah. say,
0: does that mean you're more of a Scary Movie fan then? Because isn't that's from Scary Movie.
1: Yeah, I think it is. Um, the one from Scary Movie looks a little different um, than... I guess it's, like, kind of its own genre at this point. They sell them in, like, Halloween stores. Um, But, yeah, I think it probably did start with Scary Movie.
0: Yeah. Okay, but the one you like isn't the Scary Movie one. It's It's some other tongue one.
1: Yeah, it's, like, a slight variation of of the Scary Movie tongue. Yeah.
0: Can I have a description? Because like, I'm, like, confused. I did not know that you were particular about this. No,
1: I mean, yeah, it's, I, I mean, they're all good. I, I'm not saying that one's bad. Or been, uh, but I think the one from the movie is the tongue is a little bit smaller, and I'll say it's more of a cherry red. Um, and then mm. the one that you can buy in stores, uh, a, a little bit of a bigger tongue and more of a fire truck red.
0: Okay, and that's what you like. You like yeah. when you go buy in stores. Yeah, yeah, Okay. Okay, and that explains why we're doing a Scream episode. Does it make sense? Yeah, right. I think, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay, okay. So what we're going to do first, normally I start with a game. I'm not starting with a game today. Okay. I'm not starting with a game what we're going to start with is talking about the movies and then we'll end with games okay yeah so don't freak out so first let's talk about the first one i mean it just makes sense right let's let's start with the original
1: yeah well i guess we should say that another part of the story is that for no particular reason i volunteered to watch all five scream movies <laughs> after
0: yeah. after
1: you asked me
0: what well, yes <laughs> and i was kind of trying to end the conversation when you said i don't even like scream i like the mask the was that yeah. mask. i was like okay well we don't have to do a podcast about scream, then yeah. and you were like i'm into it though and i was like um well huh and you're like i'll watch all the movies yeah I like, i'll this watch is... hmm. <laughs> okay I got,
1: I got 10 hours to, to spare
0: yeah and you did watch every movie and you paid mm-hmm. attention and everything like you mm-hmm. okay Because I rewatched all of them except the new one, so Mm -hmm. I'm very sorry I never did that. That's okay. I just didn't.
1: Well, I can. Yeah, I can. uh, Well, I can just let you know what happens. Let's see. First, no, I'm just kidding.
0: I mean, I've seen it. I just didn't rewatch it. Oh, okay. I I mean, it only came
1: out this year, so you don't really have to. Yeah.
0: Yeah. I mean, I was like, I just saw it, but also I don't remember it, and so. It was hard to decide if I should rewatch it, but also I had to pay for it. It's like, I don't want to, I don't want to pay for this. But you, yeah. you did, or you do illegal things?
1: Yeah, I, um, I acquire movies through, uh, through means that get you certain letters from the government sometimes, yeah.
0: Wow. Bad, boy. Bad Yeah, I'm a bit of, am a bit of a, a rebel, yeah. Mm-hmm. That's what I'm hearing. Okay are you ready to talk about scream or did you have some other preamble no i
1: uh i just wanted to get on the record that i've watched all the Scream movies within the last like month i guess when
0: we started this and the only one that you'd seen previously was you'd seen the first and second and that's it yeah yeah okay that's interesting so okay interesting okay scream one thoughts go
1: Um, I think one thing that kind of stuck with me is that it's hard to, like, kind of extricate the memory of Scary Movie and Scream at a certain point. Yes. Like, I keep waiting for the Scary Movie line, um, and they're, like, so, so closely, like, mapped to each other that I kept being, like, does this happen in this movie or is that in the other movie? Um, but, yeah, I liked it. I thought it was, um... I thought it was good. I liked, uh, you know, Matthew Lillard being like a, a weird guy in it. Um, and, uh, I think the opening is, is great. Like, I think that's a great way to start the movie. They, maybe the best opening of the series. I think they try to do an opening yeah. like it every time, but I think the the first one's probably
0: the best. Can I just say about the opening? Mm-hmm. I just rewatch scream right i watched 2 3 and 4 and then i watched the first one
1: mm.
0: i started crying really hard really? at the opening yes like at
1: after she gets stabbed or like when the tension starts rising
0: when it ends i paused okay. it and i started talking about it and i just started sobbing because that's how well done it is it is devastating. I feel it felt very real. It's the best acting Drew Barrymore's ever done. It's devastating. She, like, calls for her mom. It's like... But she doesn't have a throat. Yeah. And she can't. I've seen the BTK documentary where he talks about how one of the girls he killed called for her mom. So then I have that in my mind, too, and it just, it truly, I was like, this isn't fun. I was like, why did I like this when I was, like, 12 years old, or I think I was even younger than that. I'm like, what was wrong with me?
1: Yeah, I actually, um, so the movie came out in, what, like, 97 or something? 96. 96, yeah, and I actually saw the opening scene when my dad rented the movie, um, must have been like 98 or something so i think i was like seven years old and i i distinctly remember that night being afraid that scream was going to come get me um Mm -hmm. and uh i've I've never had that for any other movie except for uh the ring where i thought that the ring the ring girl was going to come get me but yeah when i was seven years old i thought that scream was going to come get me um
0: and you called it scream you were like that's hilarious. Yeah. Yes, Scream is kind <laughs> yeah,
1: it's like Jaws.
0: <laughs> Did you know that Scream was originally titled Scary Movie? Uh, no, that's funny. That's...
1: Yeah. yeah. That's kind of a weird thing too, is like, it makes you think about what the scary movies are because they're like parodies of a parody almost, uh, cause I don't know, is Scream a parody? It sort of is. It's like half parody.
0: Uh, yeah. I think it more now is just, like, meta in a way, but, yeah, the original, I think, was intended to be more of a parody than it turns out to be, so it has some elements of that.
1: Yeah, and so the idea of making, like, a parody of a, a movie that's already a parody is, um, you know, it's, that's something that people could write a college paper about, probably. Oh, for
0: sure. Yeah. Let's hope that they have. We yeah. should have tracked this down before we started recording. Foolish. Foolish. Um, and I'm totally with you on the, like, everything reminding you of Scary Movie. And that I, I'm i a sick person. When I watch something, I pause all the time to make comments. This is just okay. where my joy comes from when I watch things. Okay? Are you talking
1: to your husband? Or are you yes. just talking to yourself? Okay.
0: Yeah.
1: <laughs> yeah. Okay.
0: Yeah. So, like, a 30-minute show becomes... An hour or more because okay. that's how much I talk, <laughs> right? So, um, so throughout the scream, I would pause it and be like, "In scary movie, they say this." <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah, just to, it, just in case he doesn't remember.
1: It's it's hard not to, yeah.
0: It's important information. That like, the world should know.
1: For instance, when Drew Barrymore yells out. Uh, my boyfriend is a football player he'll kick your ass and scary movie Uh she also says he's black and i was like is that in this movie no it's not there's no way Um, yeah
0: it's it they have (laughs) i guess those parody movies have a way of ruining an original because you can't get that other thought out of your head so it's like It's like when I listen to any song that's been parodied by Weird Al. It's like, this is no longer a song on its own, you know? It also
1: makes it harder to, like, take David Arquette's character uh, seriously at all, because you're you're thinking of of Doofy the whole time.
0: Yes. And that was definitely a part I had to point out, was when (laughs) Nev Campbell is staying with Tatum, you know, and... They get the phone call from the killer, and it yeah. takes a really long time for Dewey to come out of the room, and then he, like, tries to sound tough on the phone, and of course that happens in Scary Movie, but Doofy has, like, a raging boner, <laughs> and, and he's carrying a vacuum cleaner that's, like, one of those with, like, the the, um, the wand attached Yeah. Yeah. And then then so after he's he's really mad and he's like, Don't disturb me when I'm cleaning my room is he's he's masturbating with the vacuum. And it's a great moment. It's a yeah. great moment in cinema.
1: And it's weird because Doofy is the killer in the scary movie, right? Isn't yes. It? Which he, he's not in, in
0: these movies ever. No, but watching it, I was like, oh, they're heavily hinting that Dewey is the killer in the first one. And it really would make sense. Like when he has Gail go walk alone with him when they're at the party. Yeah. He's like, hey, you want to go walk in the woods and look for a car? And she's like, yeah. And it's like, huh. Um, But what is funny too about Dewey they always insinuate he's a killer in every movie they have at least a moment where they go maybe it's him and you're like no he's not gonna suddenly be the killer what are you talking about
1: I think that's also like a a characteristic of the entire series is everybody has one scene where they're like I'm not crazy or am I (laughs) yeah
0: yeah Yeah. once
1: per movie somebody
0: has to do everybody has to do
1: that once per movie
0: basically Absolutely. Even uh, the principal in Scream, mm. Henry Winkler, Mr. Hembry, he's a got great. a moment where he takes scissors to some guys, to some high school kids. Yeah. He's like putting the scissors right in their face, really implying this guy could cut somebody up, right? Yeah. He's got the, the Scream mask uh, that he's holding up, kind of having fun with it. So yeah. you're supposed to at least be like, "What? What's happening in his head?" You know, and 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 I have to say, that scene is amazing because he scares himself in the mirror twice. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> and it's so good. It's so funny. <laughs>
1: yeah. Yeah, he's really good in the movie. I, I've been watching um, the new season of Barry, and it's uh, it's funny to watch him being like younger, but also still old. But. Uh...
0: Yes, he's, I remember he's a him good looking a lot older. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but no, he's yeah, yeah. That's for sure. You see him now, and it's just like Mr. Cousineau. Yeah, <laughs> it's cute.
1: <laughs> and I guess like the structure of the movie is also like they always want to make you think somebody's the killer right before they get killed. Maybe like that's kind of a yes, recurring true. trend. That's like the tension. You're like, are they the killer? And then they die, and you're like, oh, okay, guess not.
0: Yes, but would they also do something really great where, like, okay, you first are like, well, it's definitely Sydney's boyfriend because he's like a creep. He's sneaking into her house. He's like pressuring her to have sex. He's just, he's just creepo. Yeah. And then they let you know it is not him because he gets arrested and then the killer calls her from jail. Right, yeah. And so the rest of the movie you're watching going, well, yes, he's a total creep, but it's not him. It can't be him. Yeah. So it's, like, really great the way that they can also throw you off. And then he gets, he gets stabbed later a bunch of times. And, again, that moment where she thinks it's him toward the end, and then he gets stabbed a bunch of times. And not real. It's fake. He's yeah, he gets the, fake. Is right, it fake right, stabbed, before. right? Yes. Yeah. 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 But again, the audience is going, well, it can't be, just when I thought, maybe it can still be somehow. Because she's like, maybe he called me from jail as the killer. And it's like, I don't think he, I feel like they probably monitor the calls, but maybe they don't.
1: Yeah, it's like, let me make my one phone call real quick.
0: I'm going to (laughs) fucking kill you. (laughs) Right. Yeah, I was like, and I still don't know, are we supposed to think that he did that? Because they really kind of imply that that is what happened.
1: (laughs) Yeah, well, later in the series, they kind of start to play around more with the idea of, like, who can do the voice. Um, Mm. But in this one, yeah, it's either the both of them can both do the voice equally well, or it's always Billy.
0: Well, what's interesting is when you find out that it is Billy and Stu. They take turns using the little machine to do the voice. Um, right. And it sounds nothing like the voice. It sounds like their voice in a weird robot thing. Because yeah. the person who does the voice is actually some other voice actor. So it's it's not them. And it just becomes very clear when they use the device in the scene. It's like, hey, that's actually not what he sounds like.
1: Yeah, I'm glad they have the same guy in all the movies. It, it's... Uh... It's a nice bit of consistency.
0: Yeah, and and I think because we saw the movie when we were babies. You were seven, did you say? That's insane. Yeah, something like that. Wow. Um, Just the opening. I stopped after the opening. Okay. Well, I would hope so, but it gets so much like less scary. It's like yeah. not that scary after the opening. So you really, man. Yeah. Um, I don't remember what I was going to say, though. I got too caught up in the age. So we're moving on, and guess what? I'm not going to figure out what it was. Okay. Mm, 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 mm. (laughs) Okay. One thing I did notice that is a weird thing to notice was that a lot of people in Scream have brown eyes. Hmm. A lot of them do. A lot of them. Billy does, Tatum does, I think maybe Sydney does. There was just a lot. There were the two cheerleaders in the bathroom talking shit on her, had brown eyes. Um, There were just, like, a lot of characters that, like, normally I don't think I would even notice, so it made me wonder if the movie in some way was, like, highlighting it. I don't know. I'm just weird. I don't know. Casey, do you have brown eyes? Because that's kind of...
1: Yeah, I have have brown eyes. This is, like, the...
0: That is weird. This is getting creepy. It's a
1: Mandela effect?
0: I think so. Wow. Yeah, it's
1: the Brown Knight conspiracy.
0: Yeah. I don't know what to think. Um, Okay, other things I liked in the movie. I like Dewey's ineptitude, because then you do believe maybe they won't catch the killer. He's so... So dumb, and... And they have that scene where he's talking to the sheriff, and the sheriff is smoking a cigarette, and Dewey's eating an ice cream cone. Yes. And it's just so good. It's so good. This
1: is another one where, okay, I don't remember, is there a scene in Scary Movie where the guy stomps out a cigarette, and then the other guy steps on the ice cream cone, or did I make that <gasps> I up? I
0: think so. Because I... I
1: Yeah, I don't even remember if that happens or not, but when he threw the cigarette on the ground, I was waiting for someone to throw ice cream on the ground.
0: Me too! Me too! And now that you say that was in Scary Movie, I'm like, oh yeah, that's probably, yeah, because that's, yeah, that's all I wanted to happen. I was like, you're already toying with it, like, let's go.
1: He was just, yeah, they have him eating a big ice cream cone for no, no real reason. (laughs) Yes, except just to show
0: that he's a man-child or whatever, which is just great. Yeah. I love the um the curfew thing in Scream where it's like everybody has a reason to um to go to this party. Like the teens don't have to be at school. Um they don't have to be home. So I mean they're supposed to be home, but of course, instead they have a party and it's a great opportunity for everyone to get murdered. Yeah. And it's Stu's ideas. It's Stu's house. I mean, that's fishy. That is yeah. fishy. Um, the video store scene with Randy Stu and Billy is great okay I don't remember too much about this
1: now they they go through and they I just remember they talk about how either of them could be the killer right
0: yeah so Stu and Randy are just talking about how you might figure out who the killer is and and Randy is sort of ends up being like it's billy like he's fucking creepy and then billy hears him and it's a whole interaction but just like everyone's performance is so good and it's just stew and randy being like the funniest they are in the movie except maybe when stew is kind of dying he's really great when he's starting to get sick from being stabbed so many times (laughs) yes i love it I was obsessed with uh, Matthew Lillard when that movie came out too, so that's something you should know.
1: Were you big on uh, SLC Punk? Did you ever see that one?
0: Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I did like that. But it was, you know, it all came from Scream and then I just had to see everything he was in. Sure. You yeah. know, And then he had sex with a girl in SLC Punk and I did not like that. <laughs> I did not like it. I didn't like it. It was fake. It was just. It was just pretend. <laughs> Yeah, right. Don't try to make me feel better. <laughs> Randy is so good, though, overall, in this first scream. He's he's very entertaining. He's very funny. He's he's a really unique character. I don't know. What you think?
1: Yeah, I, it's hard for me to... I feel like I, I come into it with a lot of um, Jimmy Kennedy baggage, I, you know? <laughs> I, <laughs> right. It's hard to not think about the, I don't know, the days of of Jamie Kennedy's life that have happened since the movie. But yeah, I think yeah. If, if we could remove it from all the context, then, uh, yeah, I think it's pretty well, good. Not,
0: but, okay, so not a fan of the Jamie Kennedy experiment?
1: No, I I think it's just like, um, I don't know. He's, he's fine. He just seems like a, a weird guy to me. He doesn't, I feel like I can look into his eyes and see his soul and I don't like what I see.
0: Yeah, I, I know what you mean. Um... I did think the Jamie Kennedy experiment was really good. Mm-hmm. I think I watched a stand-up special of his, and I also did read a book that he wrote. This is all a long time ago. Okay, calm down. But <laughs> in the book, in the book, he talks about meeting Paul Reiser. So uh-huh. he's like, he's like, I worked at a gym, and I have my earbuds in, but I'm not listening to anything. But I'm basically completely ignoring everybody who walks in. And Paul Reiser walks in and he goes, like, oh, look at this, like, asshole with, like, his earbuds in not even listening or whatever. And he's, like, and I basically just, like, didn't do anything, but, like, I heard him. And he (laughs) really made it, like, Paul Reiser's such a dick. And it's, like, well, he's, like, kind of has a point. I don't... Was that the
1: entire interaction? Was he just... Yes. That's really funny.
0: And then I think he says he just went, like, okay, dude. Like, he says something that implies maybe he knows that I knew what he said. And it was just, it just, that is the only thing I even remember from the book. I wouldn't have even remembered I've read a Jamie Kennedy book if not for that moment. Because I, I was just like, he is weird. This is a weird thing to share. Nothing even happened. But you also want everyone reading the book to be like, Paul Reiser, are you kidding me, dude? Yeah. You know? It was just um. Maybe
1: it was cathartic for him to get that experience off his chest, I, you know. He,
0: yeah. He was unpacking was. it all. Yeah. And you have to. I mean, that's that's a painful moment. Okay, I have one more thing to say about Scream, and then we'll move on to the other movies that I probably have less to say about because most of them are very bad. <laughs> okay. Okay. Great. Um, so the other thing I really like about Scream is the ineptitude of the killers so Hmm. dewey's inept but so is the killer like you know he's he is clumsy he there's really so many moments when the killer or killers could be taken down but the person just kind of like knocks them over and then they're like "Well, now i'll run away and it's like well maybe jump on him do a little something (laughs) more you know because they're gonna stab you in just a minute i mean really in just a sec yeah Um, but they like at the end, especially we really see the ineptitude when they lose the gun, they like set a gun somewhere and they're like, Oh, the gun's gone, dude. And then they lose Sydney and she gets the voice box thing and is taunting them. And they're like, no, dude, they're like really upset about it. And it's just, it's just great. It's just great. Yeah.
1: Okay. Great. It's a good, no, it's a good ending. I agree. I like it. (laughs) I think, um, yeah, I I like, uh, well, you talked about how when he's bleeding out, he goes, like, oh, he's like, my mom and dad are going to be so mad at me. (laughs) I thought that was a good line, yeah.
0: Yeah. And just his performance of it, it felt very real, even though that could be, like, super cheesy. For that character, it, it just felt real. Yeah. Yeah. You know? Yeah. I loved it. Um, Okay. Oh, oh, Scream 2. Mm-hmm. Here we go. Scream 2. Before we start talking about Scream 2, I need to say, I read that critics loved Scream 2, and a lot of people thought it was better than the original.
1: That's interesting. You know, maybe it's like, it wants you to think that. It, it's it's like, it self-consciously mentions, like, the Godfather 2 and stuff in the movie. True. And so, I don't know, maybe people... Yeah, you know, I mean, I think it's a pretty good movie. I don't think it's a bad movie or anything. Um, I, I liked both of them. Uh, let's see what Timothy, Timothy Oliphant is ends up being the killer and,
0: um, Mm -hmm. Billy's mom. Laurie Metcalf. Yeah, Laurie Metcalf, right. Yeah, Billy's mom. I did not remember it was Billy's mom. I was just like, oh, it's Timothy Oliphant, his mom. I don't fucking know. I did not remember that. I was like, why the fuck is it Billy's mom? You guys don't know anything. His mom's not going to be a serial killer.
1: Yeah. I think also maybe the second one, um, I don't know, the relationship between uh, Courtney Cox and David Arquette is pretty strange in the first one and maybe makes a little more sense in the second one. And then... Mm -hmm. I think by the third one they're married or maybe by the fourth one they're married I forget uh, but I think that yeah. that relationship kind of maybe developed a little bit more in the second one I like the idea that she wrote sure. a book and then that Dewey was like offended by the stuff that she wrote in it
0: yeah yeah they got some good drama with them and this is the start you know in in the first screen Gale's outfits and styling were you know they stood out and she wore i think a lime green suit uh yeah. skirt suit thing in the first one but her hair looked normal her makeup looked normal like nothing too crazy now in the the second one we get the chunky highlights she's got i believe it's is it red a red chunky highlight in her hair i can't
1: yeah something like that
0: It's just, she gets a little more out there, and you go, okay, I'm getting more of a sense of Gail's personality. Yeah. Uh, We won't get into her Scream 3 styling just yet. Let's hold on to that. You can build Um, up to that. Yeah. There are a lot of fucking people in these fucking movies, okay? So Scream 2, Jesus Christ, Jada Pinkett, Omar Epps, Sarah Michelle Gellar, Joshua Jackson, um, all the normal fucking people uh, Luke Wilson uh, leave Schreiber who was mm-hmm. in the first one too. Um, Jerry O'Connell Heather Graham it, and I'm sure I'm missing some it's like what the fuck it's just I think it's so you it keeps replaying that thing from the first one with Drew Barrymore where you think she's gonna be a, a big deal yeah. so when they put in Sarah Michelle Gellar you're like well she's gonna live a while and it's like no I yeah. feel like she's one of the first to die right
1: Um, also I think if I remember right, Lee Schreiber has like zero lines in the first movie. He, Uh he only like exists in like camera and stuff. And the second one, he's got a pretty, pretty big part. And, um, I did, I did think his character was a little bit funny. I, I like the idea that he wants to be on TV a lot
0: it was just so that's the thing though with the second one it's so cheesy in a way that the first one wasn't so even though some of its enjoyable it's also like what is this tone that you've taken why yeah you know even Randy like I said in the first movie he is great and then in this movie he's so weird in a way that isn't even charming like okay he has this huge crush on Sydney and he's just talking about, I was like pining after her. And then he, he's walking with her a moment later and being weird as fuck. Like, just like hardly paying attention to her, like brushing off her questions and talking in like a weird accent. Oh yeah. Like beat, and like, oh, it was so uncomfortable to watch. It was just embarrassing. Yeah. Um, this is maybe a good time to tell you when I first saw Scream 2 in the theater, I um I sobbed at the end. So this is uh, something that happens to me a lot with the Scream franchise, what, it turns out.
1: What in particular do you think you were sobbing about?
0: So here's what happened, okay? The movie ended, and I started sobbing, okay? Mm-hmm. And I don't know that I knew why. I think for me it was kind of like... There was a lot of emotion because I was so obsessed with the first one okay. that I think it was just a lot, you know. Um, like I'm, I'm kind of weird. Like when I would like have a crush on like an actor or something, like if they were on interviewed on a show, I'd be like, I can't watch it because it's like too much.
1: <laughs> okay, <laughs> it's
0: too much emotion. So I'm like sobbing at the end of the movie, but I'm with my mom, right? So at the end of the movie, they show all of the actors one by one. They put like a little photo up or a little video and with their name when Jamie Kennedy appeared my mom famously shy like started screaming like <laughs> hooting and hollering and be like yeah Jamie Kennedy so I then went oh is that why I'm crying? Because because Randy was murdered because I was shocked even watching it again. I was like, this is kind of a shocking time to kill this character. It like doesn't yeah. make sense. He's one of the main people that really should have been there like Dewey through the fifth one or whatever.
1: <sighs> yeah, that's something they like to do every now and then is they like to kind of pull the uh the HBO card and and kill off a main character for shock value.
0: Yeah. Yeah, and I mean, on HBO, maybe they'll bring him back or something. They'll be be a ghost uh, or something like that. Well,
1: they do bring Randy back a little bit, I guess.
0: Oh, that's true. Yeah. That's true. Yeah, they have his sister. Well, that's what was fucking crazy in the third one. They have his sister come back, and she's got a video from Randy, so he explains the rules, and it's like, well, why didn't you just have him in this movie? Because also, Scream 3 sorely needs a Randy. I mean not to go too far into it but it needs it needs more yeah it needs a lot more okay uh, scream 2 the main thing for me was that it was boring like when they were focusing so much on Sydney in college and her um, in that fucking awful play and they yeah (laughs) it was just a lot of shit that I was like can we move on (laughs) Why?
1: Yeah, I like the idea that the director was like, "Okay, Sydney, I know you got a lot of trauma about like knives and stuff, but you just got to get out there and do it." Okay, by the way, we're rehearsing that scene where everybody stabs you at the same time.
0: <laughs> I know, but she—that's how good she was. Yeah. That is how good she was. He needed her. Yeah. Yeah, she's like actively being stalked, and people around her being murdered, and. But really you should be in this play. I know you've got a lot on your plate but let's not neglect the play. Yeah I guess
1: it's important that she gets on to be an actress or was that the idea she wanted to be an actress in those movies I guess? I don't know.
0: I don't remember that being a thing. Yeah I guess she
1: was just doing the play to do it.
0: Do we know what she even ends up doing? Mm -hmm. She's a mom. Yeah, she's a mom! And in Scream 3, she's doing, like, the crisis helpline sort of thing. Right, yeah. But otherwise, like, yeah, I feel like we learned she's a mom. And she lives somewhere far away, and that's all we know.
1: I guess she writes books. Maybe one book, but...
0: Right.
1: Maybe it's royalty checks from the Stab movies. Yeah. I guess that's something for the second one. Are we still talking about the second one? They they introduced the Stab movies in, in this one, which... True uh, goes along a bunch as the movie goes on, and um, I think the stab movies are, are pretty fun. Uh, they maybe kind of wear their welcome in the
0: fourth one,
1: but we can you know get to mm. that later.
0: Mm. Okay, <laughs> okay. Let me see if there's anything else to say about Dewey um, or anything else. It's just the mention that um, that he has that theme music, and then. <laughs> which yeah, is just he has good a motif. Cowboy. Yeah, <laughs> yeah it's, it's kind of nice. Um, and then they mention like uh, multiple people from Friends in Stream Two. They mention Jennifer Aniston and they mention David Schwimmer, and it's just it's just strange because you know Courtney Cox is in it. and It's like, what is this?
1: Yeah, there's a lot of like very on the nose stuff like that too. Like all the characters' names are just very blatantly. I think that's the second one, right? Or Maybe I'm thinking another one. Never mind, I think it's the one with Sarah Michelle Geller. Is that the...
0: S- yeah, that is the second
1: one. Second one? Yeah, all their names are, like, uh, no, wait, sorry, it's the third one, because the third one has the director, it, uh, has the actresses. And the actresses' names are, like, I don't know, Michelle Aniston, and, like...
0: Oh, uh, really?
1: But, yeah, all the characters' names are just, like, other actresses' names.
0: Oh. Okay. Interesting. I don't know that I even noticed that. I certainly did not write it down. Yeah. Um, I did like um, Timothy Olyphant as the murderer, and Laurie Metcalf. I guess it's fine. It just, like, it starts to become very convoluted, which it already was a little bit in the first one, when he's like, I... I'm killing you after I already killed your mom because your mom was sleeping with my dad. And it's like, yes. okay, 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 okay. But why did you date her for two years? Like, you dated her for a year so you could get close to the mom and kill the mom. And then you dated her for another year and then tried to kill her. Like, I don't understand the timeline for you,
1: Billy. Yeah,
0: yeah. But this one gets more convoluted, Scream 2. It's like, well, now it's his mom doing it. And then she also just met a guy... Where did they say they met? Craigslist or something like that, Yeah, it was
1: just on the internet somewhere, yeah.
0: Yeah. Um, Just a little... Just already a little crazy where you go, well, yeah, I was never going to guess that it was this fucking reporter lady.
1: Yeah, and I guess this was, like, sort of a reference of um, the Friday the 13th movies. Like, I think there's always kind of yeah some sort of connection um uh with like i keep wanting to go to movie three I, movie two and three just blur together too much for me i guess yeah for um, sure but well to say I'm... the connection of number three is that it's her long lost brother which i think is uh one of the halloween movies is like about that like in halloween oh halloween two or four or something they have this whole like backstory where it's like actually Michael Myers is Jimmy Lee Curtis's long lost brother and so I think oh. it's maybe like some of this stuff is a little bit tongue-in-cheek or they're like directly lifting it from other movies
0: yeah. yeah that makes sense um I could see that being like we want to reference these other things but not it just cheeses it up too much yeah but Billy Loomis so his name's Billy Loomis and I remember I think it's the doctor in Halloween yeah. it's named Dr. Loomis or whatever, Mm -hmm. so I know that there's other little things like that that are just like, I mean, kind of why bother references, but you know, (laughs) they're there, so whatever. Um, You know what I did learn? Uh, Jerry O'Connell is in this movie. You're like, he's probably going to be the killer. He's her boyfriend. Yeah. He has a scar on his face, and I was like, I need to figure this out. You know, I'm always interested in a scar, so I looked it up. He was bit by a dog and had 74 stitches. Whoa.
1: No, I didn't know about that.
0: Yeah. Wow. Seventy fucking
1: four. That's been fucking crazy. That's like attaching your whole face back on pretty much.
0: Yeah. Pretty much. But it's like a hardly noticeable scar. Huh. Yeah, good for him. Pretty neat. Yeah. Yeah. Good. Great. Okay. Scream three. Okay. Scream three. I just want to start the opening. The opening is fantastic I believe maybe there's a kill opening or something but the part I'm thinking of is at least early on with cotton weary your fave dude who now has like his own TV show or some radio show called 100% cotton yeah and he gets a call from a woman who's just uh, just kind of flirting and, you know, being playful, saying she's a fan, and it's like, you start thinking, like, wait a minute, this is fucking weird, like, is the killer now, like, a woman, or at least using, like, a woman's voice, and then instead of it being, like, subtle they just shifted to the killer voice, and it's like, wow ah, I could have done that differently. Yeah. <laughs> but that was really cool overall. I thought that was a really fucking cool thing that I wish they would have done a better job with as a whole.
1: Yeah. I, you know, I did you ever see, um, I think it was Home Alone 2, where they had this, like, uh, he has this, like, tape recorder machine he plays with in the movie, and then it was, like, a tie-in, like, marketing thing.
0: Yeah. Like
1: I as a kid I bought one of those little like tape recorder machines cuz the movie makes it seem so cool. I kind of almost got like that feeling from this movie. Like I like I wonder if there's a home version of this device available because it it's just the technology seems uh a little bit a little bit fantastical here in this movie.
0: Oh yeah. Yeah, because okay, when it's initially a woman, I'm like there's some way that maybe you could do that. But then it becomes they can perfectly mimic the sound of anyone's voice yeah. in this voice modulator or whatever and it's like, well, I don't think we can even do that now. So yeah. I mean it's a little it's a little bit silly. Um but, you know, it it lends itself, I guess, to good moments of like, oh, this person called me and asked me for help or some shit. And yeah. you don't always see it coming. That's what I think is kind of fun too, that you know, sometimes they're like, yeah, I talked to the director on the phone or whatever, and you're like, yeah, okay, well, you know, it they g- don't really yeah. think anything of it. It gives
1: room for a lot of, like, misdirect, yeah. Um, yeah,
0: but a lot of phone calls centered like, yeah. moments, lots of phone calls.
1: Yeah. <laughs> okay, so the third one, I, I'm trying to remember, okay, so there's the director, and they're making a movie, and... Neve Campbell's not on the set of this movie, right? Like, she's just, she's, like, off in the woods somewhere for most of this
0: movie? Yeah, she's off in the woods, she's hiding away, Dewey is the only one on set because he's, like, working with the actors so that they know what to do, which is, like, and know how to behave and how to act like the characters, which is, like, so insane. It's like, you're one of the only people who has a real job on the yeah. movie, aren't you? Like, why are you doing this? Yeah. But then, how does Gale get involved? Is there just, there's a murderer and then she comes to set?
1: Yeah, that must be it. It's like, she, because she's written books or something, she becomes the the authority, yeah. This one, yeah, so this one's also a little bit convoluted and
0: mm-hmm. it doesn't,
1: not all of it sticks with me. Okay, so this is the one that was written by a different guy, we should say. Oh, uh, okay. And. The guy it was written by also wrote the new Top Gun movie, which is uh, interesting. Aaron, oh! Aaron Kruger is the guy's name. Yeah.
0: Weird. Yeah.
1: So he's just some guy that writes sequels, I guess.
0: But, wow.
1: Yeah. Um, so this one. Uh, so they go to the movie set. Uh, the killer is just starts killing people on the movie set. Is that.
0: I don't know. Is he killing uh, people elsewhere first? Like, I don't even remember. Does it start on the movie set?
1: Because the second one is like, okay, so the killer's trying to do a sequel, and then the third one has this whole thing about like, the trilogy is where all things must be resolved, is coming full circle or whatever.
0: Yes. Okay. Cotton and his girlfriend or whatever, I think are like one of the first murders. Yes. And they make it sound like um, Cotton's, like, trying to kill his girlfriend. So then that's kind of how they both get killed, because he gets home, and she's still afraid of him, and then runs into harm's way, and then, Okay. okay. So that must be just how Gail gets interested, where it's like, oh, someone killed Cotton. Yeah. Should write about this. And there are again so many people in this fucking movie. There is Patrick Dempsey, Emily Mortimer, yes, Jenny McCarthy, Parker Posey, who is like the worst actress of all time. Jesus fucking Christ! (laughs) Patrick Warburton, Jay and Silent Bob for some fucking reason. Yeah, that's that's a weird
1: one. God,
0: that was. Awful. Um Scott Foley, of course, who is the long lost brother and sole killer, right? He's the only killer.
1: Okay, so this one I read the INDB trivia on, and have you have you read about the two killer theory? No. Okay, so apparently when they filmed it, Emily Mortimer was supposed to be the second killer. Um and so there's all these like weird little things left in where she could still be the killer, and then I guess in the end they just like took away the scene where she pops out and is like, ah, I'm actually still alive, and uh, so now there's just kind of, like, all these little remnants of the idea that
0: Emily Mortimer
1: was, like, killer number two.
0: That makes sense, because she clearly was, like, there were so many times where I was like, okay, she's obviously one of the killers, because I did not fucking remember whatsoever fucking ever watching this movie. I, like, did not remember at all. But when she gets killed, it's like, you just kind of, like, hear it, and then you see someone drag her body away, right? Yeah. And it's like, yeah clearly that's supposed to be like you think she's dead and she's not yeah so although there were kind of a lot of moments like that um you know where it's like this could have been faked And actually the director who ended up being guilty he did fake his death huh he was in that coffin in the basement or whatever was that him
1: yeah i think so (laughs) <laughs> yeah, I, I would say that of the movies, this one has like the most bizarre and like incomprehensible ret- retconning, which is that like Scott Foley made Billy Loomis kill Nev Campbell's mom oh. or something. It was like he he yeah. was the mastermind of everything.
0: Yeah, okay, I didn't even remember that shit, but he must have been like, I told him about the cheating because I was never loved and you were the favorite Yeah. And I wanted you, that whole thing. Yeah. Ridiculous. Ridiculous. It's... But also, I was like, Sydney, he's your brother. <laughs> like, <laughs> come on. All right.
1: <laughs> yeah. Uh, so that one is like, I don't know, it, it kind of, it tries to be like, the trilogy is where the epic happens, and so... Mm-hmm. But I think it it kind of falls flat in in that regard.
0: It's so bad. It's so bad. Um, Okay, Gail Styling. I do need to go into Gail Styling. She has baby bangs.
1: Baby bangs. The
0: babiest of bangs you could have. Oh my god, they're choppy. (laughs) They they come to a point, they look like uh, Lydia from Beetlejuice bangs. Okay. Just these little, like... Goth bangs. She's got nineties eyebrows, just pencil thin. And she looks like Emo Phillips. It's <laughs> it's um just quite the look on Gail here. I oh, it was so upsetting.
1: Yeah, I don't really understand because is it just is it a character choice? Or were they just like, okay, so the idea is she's gonna look cool. Okay, someone go make her look cool and just nobody was like able to say oh wait a minute that's not very good
0: right how did this happen and and at the time was it like she looks good yeah (laughs) you know like the 90s were a crazy time even though this movie i think came out in 2003 uh
1: yeah something or was it like 2000 even i wrote
0: it down somewhere it was 2000 yeah you're right because so, Scary Movie came out after Scream 3. Isn't that insane? Three Scream movies had come out yeah, that before is, Scary Movie. That is crazy. It's yeah. crazy. I'm always,
1: I'm always saying that Scream 3 has uh, what I call that immediately pre-9-11 feel, you know, where <laughs> all the characters just kind of sit around going like, man, I'm sure waiting for some major history event to happen. I,
0: Absolutely. Although, although i did read they had to reduce the violence in scream 3 because of columbine oh so something had happened they weren't so innocent yeah that's interesting at some point yeah yeah and i was like where did you reduce the violence and is that more why emily mortimer wasn't brutally murdered in our faces was it just that they were like we'll just drag her away
1: that, you know. that is something we didn't mention, is the kills in the first movie are gross. Like, the way that Drew Barrymore uh-huh. is killed is, like, really, really gross. Just, She's like, disemboweled. Everybody gets disemboweled mm-hmm. in those movies. Yeah. And I think maybe the third one doesn't have so much of that, yeah.
0: No, well, one of the kills is the house blows up. Do you recall this? <laughs> yeah. That That was so fucking silly. It's like, you guys. And then I think somebody gets shot. After that, Dewey gets shot at... I believe, and it's like we don't need to bring a gun into this. I yeah. know there was one briefly in the first movie and in the second movie, but it's like that's not really a horror movie thing for me,
1: yeah, there's no famous horror villains that are using their gun
0: <laughs> right, yeah, it's like that's more of an action movie thing i don't I don't need this, yeah, um the fucking craziest thing in Scream Three is sydney 's ghost mom oh yeah haunting her dreams it is so fucking stupid and the whole story of like whoa her mom was an actress at these studios whoa like just the slow build to that it's like who gives a shit like what
1: yeah it was like they were picking at the bones of their own backstory at that point they were (laughs) like what have we what have we not like delved into like
0: 100 percent
1: where was Sydney's dad in the events of the first movie? What a mystery, or, you know, things like that. You know, they're going to just really picking at it.
0: Yes, absolutely. That's so true that they had to go back and rewatch and be like, what could we possibly do? Because it has to reference back to something. Yeah. And it really doesn't. It really, really doesn't. Um, Sydney's wearing a bulletproof vest in this one. Right, yeah interesting Um, the posters try to throw you off so you think that different actors are more important than they are Dion Richmond is on the poster for Scream 3 and if you're like who is that it's like he's the black character who's not in it like at all (laughs) and he just like falls off the balcony and then he's just laying there for like 30 minutes of the movie
1: okay yeah that's funny
0: or it's like, okay, so you're watching it like he's going to be the killer. But when you watch it, there's never even an attempt to make him seem like the killer, I don't think. So yeah. it's, it wouldn't throw you off too much. Um, okay, let's get to screen four.
1: Okay, long gap between these two movies. That is... Yeah. Because the first three came out, like, back-to-back pretty much.
0: Yeah.
1: And so... And then
0: this, what is this, a 10-year gap or something? Yeah, it's quite think, a while. Uh,
1: 11 years, yeah. Mm-hmm. So... It has that kind of reboot feel, uh, and it, um, let's see, what do I, the, okay, fourth one I feel like is maybe not even sticking with me, because who's the killer in the fourth one?
0: Um, It is Emma Roberts and right, yeah, Rory yeah, yeah. Culkin.
1: Right, okay, yeah, that's the one where she has the, uh, Sydney's niece, she plays her niece, yeah. Yes, yeah. Right. Yeah, that one was also funny because the idea was... The killer's doing a reboot in that one yeah and so all Mm -hmm. of the kills are like reboots of the original kills
0: oh okay
1: that was that it's kind of a tortured logic but the idea was like yeah he's they're rebooting and so it was like if the first kill was a woman originally then the first kill in the new one must be a man or i don't know something like Mm
0: -hmm. all kinds of
1: weird stuff like that
0: it was an incredibly meta. Like Scream Four is where it really starts. to... Like I think they have like three cold opens, right? Yeah,
1: they try to fake you out uh, too many mm-hmm. times. I don't like fool me, fool it's... me twice. Shame on me <laughs> or whatever. Yeah.
0: yeah, it's a lot of times. So the first cold open is one of the stab movies, and then the second one's also another stab movie. Maybe right? even
1: it's... three of them are stab movies. Yeah.
0: That yeah, that's true. Yeah, you might be
1: right. Because by the end of the fourth one, they're up to, like, STAB 9, I think. The, the STAB movies outpace yeah. the Scream movies here.
0: The STAB movies seem a little more like Saw movies. Like, there's so many.
1: Yes. Oh, and that's also something, is the movies are always kind of like a comment on the, the horror movies of the moment. Uh, mm. And so the 2011, I guess, was, like, maybe the height of the, the torture porn genre. I guess, you know, you had like Saw and Hostel and probably Human Centipede was around that time. True. So, yeah, I think canonically like the the STAB movies had become like torture porn, sort of, at that point. Yeah. And then, what was it, like, STAB, uh, STAB 8 or STAB 9 was like, it was like The Last Jedi or something and people were mad that it wasn't close enough to the original movies.
0: Yeah, that sounds vaguely familiar. <laughs> I, just like, the
1: whole motivation of the fourth one is that they want to make the next movie good, I think? Or is that... Fuck. Maybe that's five.
0: <laughs>
1: There's a lot of screen so yeah, movies. Yeah, they all blend together. I know.
0: They do. They really do. I mean, even when you don't watch them right in a row, I think it's just like... Yeah, tough to keep track.
1: Yeah, so 4 and 5 are both about reboots, except that 5 is about, like, the soft remake, so yeah. (sighs) 4... Emma Roberts wants to be the ultimate famous celebrity or something? That's her motivation?
0: Yeah, I guess so. Yeah, she just wants attention. Uh, because she's a millennial or whatever <laughs> sort of idea, I guess. This is also the one where they most hint that Sydney could be the killer, I think.
1: And also that she might be killed off. They kind of... They they come the closest yes. to, to teasing that in this movie, probably. And yes.
0: And I
1: think maybe for a moment I thought that she could be the killer. Like, I had it swapped. Like, I thought that maybe Sydney was, like, grooming Emma Roberts in some way to, like, take over for her, but it was kind of the other way around. Mm-hmm. Like, Emma Roberts was... I don't know, reverse grooming and have Campbell or whatever.
0: Yeah, well, because what's great with Scream 4 is that, you know, like, in Scream, you first think Billy's the killer, and then they clear his name. But in this one, it starts with going, it's not her, because she gets a phone call from the killer, like, scene one. So it's like, oh, okay, well, it's not her, so you just immediately think she's innocent. So I really love that, because... I, for whatever reason, I'm dumb, I guess, I really did not see it coming when I watched it originally.
1: No, I, I think it's a pretty... They do a pretty good job of keeping you from from expecting it. I think it's always, like, the double killer thing is always good, too, because you're, you're like, yeah. okay, well, it's... When they kill off Rory Culkin's friend, that makes you think, like, okay, well, I guess it's not Rory Culkin then. Um, yeah. So that's that's good. um Did you notice there's always, like, one little gay joke in every screen movie? Um... Really? Yeah, I think it's maybe because the the director, the screenwriter's gay, I don't know. but There's one little joke in one of the movies where one of the cops who's, like, guarding Sydney is, is canonically gay, and then when the killer starts killing the cops, one of them says, like, don't ask, don't tell, and then gets shot uh and then
0: oh yeah so
1: it's just a little wow. joke uh, and then yeah
0: just a little one
1: and then the fourth one um uh rory colkins film club partner before he gets stabbed he goes you can't kill me i'm gay uh which that's right yeah so you know happy pride month everybody you can watch the screen <laughs> movies you know they, they fall under that category i guess <laughs>
0: You know, uh, in Scream four, even though right at the beginning she gets a phone call from the killer, also right at the beginning, before her friend gets in the car, she's talking to her other friend, and she gives some information about, like, her ex-boyfriend, and then she says, don't mention this in front of the other friend. Other friend gets in the car, whatever, they get the phone call from the killer. I, then that friend gets killed pretty quickly, you know? Yeah. And I think right there, like, if you were really paying attention, you would have been like, she has some problem with her because she, whatever, flirted with her boyfriend or whatever it may be.
1: Yeah, right. Because, yeah, she's like jealous of her or whatever is is the idea.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Um, and there's a moment, I, I will talk about Scream 5 along with Scream 4 just because I don't fucking remember it very well. Um, but when they first introduced the killers in Scream 5, they like meet at the hospital and one of them's like, oh, hi, my name's whatever. And the other one like makes a little face and it's like, nice to meet you. And I was like, okay, so they know each other. Is this going to be, but of course they throw you off throughout the movie where you go, well, maybe it's this person, maybe it's that person. Yeah. But I, once it was revealed, I was like, okay, yeah, that was what that was supposed to be. Like, you know.
1: Yeah. The,
0: so they, they like to wink at it.
1: Gosh. And now, okay, the killer in the fifth one is... Um, who's the killer in the fifth one? It's...
0: It's the girl from Better Things, the eldest daughter from... I think it's called Better Things, um, who was also in Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. Right, yeah,
1: and so she teams up with... Um,
0: Uh, Dennis Quaid's son? Right, yeah. Jack Jack Quaid. Jack Quaid. And he's just
1: some crazy guy, so it's kind of like the second one.
0: Yeah. he's
1: just some crazy guy she found on the internet, I guess?
0: Yeah, and who the fuck is she again? She's just... the friend of somebody? Yeah. I don't... Yeah. I don't remember why she's... she wants to do that. Okay,
1: so that's the one where she likes the movies a lot, and she wants the next movie to be good, and so... Oh,
0: okay. Because that's
1: the one where it's kind of, like, referencing... The last Jedi or whatever the Ryan Johnson movies and it's like it, they're kind of commenting on like I guess also the a24 movies but the the Ryan Johnson last Jedi Star Wars movies apparently is is what they're referencing because in this mm-hmm. universe stab 10 or whatever has like the the woke backlash uh, and that's oh. that's like a plot point yeah. It's, it's funny, because 4 and 5 are the exact same thing. They have, like, a 11-year hiatus, and then it's like, we're going to reboot it. And they're, they're both just the same thing.
0: Yeah, they're very similar. Yeah. There was just so much talk of, like... Um, like, everyone was Randy in Scream 5, where <laughs> everybody's like, I know all about... What happens in every horror movie and what the rules are. And, like, in the fifth one, it has to be, like, c- calling back to something that happened before. And it has to be, like, a family member of somebody. Yeah. Um, so then they have, like, Randy's niece or some shit is in it. And, yeah, I'm trying to remember if um anybody is related to somebody. There's, oh, who the fuck is related to Billy? Is it the main girl? Yeah, <laughs> I, just I think she. Remember yeah, that.
1: she's like Billy's. Someone's Billy's daughter, right? Or
0: yes,
1: because Billy got someone else pregnant, like right when the first movie happened. I think is that's also yeah. some very tortured chronology. Is is
0: yes.
1: Billy Billy had a child, or Billy got someone pregnant right when the first movie happened, so that by the time the Fifth movie has come around she's now like 22 years old I guess
0: yeah yeah and then he's um, talking to her and so it's like she's kind of crazy also just going into that whole uh, genetics idea which I think is generally not really how somebody becomes a serial killer I don't think it's usually a genetic like and my grandpa before me and my you know yeah i don't think so but you know it's this I, I appreciated having the billy uh ghost billy sort of moments like that was kind of cool
1: yeah it's it's kind of i mean it's like that star wars thing again where skeet Ulrich has aged 20 years somehow in spite of being mm-hmm. in spite of being dead all this time like
0: yeah they really tried though to make him not look older like i feel like he has like cake on (laughs) makeup (laughs) maybe
1: that's why he looks strange to me i don't know like he yeah it's it's like when i see paul rubens in his pb Herman makeup there's something kind of unnatural about it these days
0: yeah when i um when i think about it in my mind i do imagine billy being like ghost white So I really think they overdid it. Yeah. But. And was, was Skeet Ulrich ever really in much? I know he was in, like, As Good As It Gets. He, like, beat up Greg Kinnear for being gay, which just seems like such a Billy thing to do. Yeah. (laughs) Um,
1: I guess he's in Riverdale,
0: right? Oh. I think so. Oh, that seems like a good fit. I think if
1: I remember right, he plays, like, Jughead's, like, Weird Dad in Riverdale. Like...
0: Oh. Like Jughead's
1: got a weird dad who lives outside of town and that's like why he's got a dark home life. He's got ski for a father. I think.
0: That's very cool. Yeah. So wait, are you watching Riverdale? No, I
1: just remember somebody else watched it. Maybe like Miranda had watched it or I don't know. Oh,
0: I okay. I heard Yeah. Heard I think, secondhand. I think Miranda did recommend it. I just had a video playing on my phone. And I think my sound's turned off. You probably would have heard it. I didn't hear it, So I think we're okay. Okay. It's an old forum person talking about why they stopped being a Jehovah's Witness. Um, so. Yeah. (laughs) I started watching it and I went, three hours long. Um, so (laughs) I don't need that in the background. That seems weird.
1: That's like a long commute listen, you know?
0: Yes. I had on two times speed, and I still was like, I don't know. Yeah. I don't know about that. Um, let's see. We got to talk about the soundtracks of these Dega movies.
1: Yeah. Um, just kind of one very random thing is that the only thing I knew about Scream 3 turned out to not even be true. I, I knew that this one System of a Down song called Spiders was on the Scream 3 soundtrack. And uh, mm-hmm. it's not even in the movie. I think it might be, like, in the credits or something. But...
0: Oh, that probably is, yeah. yeah. What
1: are what are some standouts of the soundtrack for you?
0: Well, that, I mean, there are a lot of songs that are in the movie that are not on the soundtrack. Like, there's yeah. a Fuel song, there's a Creed song, like, yeah. those are not on the soundtrack. Um, I did really love that System of a Down song. Um, I can't remember if it's Scream 2 or Scream 3 that has a song by Year 2000, which is David Arquette's band. Oh, I
1: didn't know about that.
0: Yeah, I really like, um, you know how on Scream 2, Jerry O'Connell sings I Think I Love You to Sydney in the cafeteria?
1: Yeah, like in Top Gun.
0: Oh, okay, see, I've never seen Top Gun. I didn't yeah. know it was a reference to anything, but it's cute, and there's a Less Than Jake cover of I Think I Love You on the, okay. the soundtrack, and that's that's good. There's a Radiohead song that's really good. Um, There's an Everclear song that's, like, not on any albums anywhere. There's a Sugar Ray song that's not on any albums anywhere, and they're probably, like, some of the best songs from those bands that are, I mean, I wouldn't say are, like, amazing uh, bands overall, necessarily. Um, Yeah, I was... I mean, I was obsessed with soundtracks for sure and Mm. had to get those, but for the most part, I mean, I was more wanting to bring up how it's strange the way they went with um, that sort of new metal or whatever for the scream movies it's a lot of like strange strange rock i guess
1: yeah there's certain types of rock music that don't age well i would say this movie not mm-hmm. so much but um i watched little Nicky not that long ago the adam sandler movie mm-hmm. and there's a mm-hmm. lot of like I don't know, like hard interface metal from that era that sounds so weird these days. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, I think rock and roll music just died at some point, and you know, it it just doesn't sound right to listen to it these days. I don't know. Back then, people listened to it and they they thought oh, it was pretty good. Yeah, I
0: yeah, it, there's something about that. I don't I don't know how to classify the genres, but it's whatever that
1: is. Yeah, like it's, new it's new weird. metal adjacent. Yeah.
0: Yeah, it's like. Light new metal or something like it's the easy listening version.
1: Post new metal,
0: yeah, sophisticated new metal. Um, I did love the part in Scream Four when Emma Roberts is hurting herself at the end because she has to make it look like she was also like almost killed. Yeah,
1: that's she does more than she needs to, in my opinion. It's it's pretty funny. (laughs) Yeah, she she really goes for it.
0: Yeah. Oh, that was just a great scene, super funny. I like
1: where she jumps to the table, like, that's good.
0: Yes, super good. Um, And then, yeah, Scream 5, for me, I have nothing because I don't remember it at all. <laughs>
1: yeah, okay, so Scream 5 is um a big thing is, I think Jenna Ortega starts the movie off and the big twist is that she doesn't die, she she stays alive throughout the movie. And then they keep trying to kill her in the hospital, I guess. Uh, and then, yeah, it just kind of feels like it's some new slew of shithead kids. And, uh, actually a lot of them don't die. And I don't know if it's because they want to bring them back for scream six or what, cause yeah, like uh, the two siblings kind of like give each other a thumbs up at the end of the movie instead of you kind of mm-hmm. would assume they'd be dead yeah. at that point, but. Uh, yeah, it just seemed like it was some new slew of shithead kids, and they kind of had basically the same reasons for for doing it as they did in the other movies.
0: Yeah, and then well, I guess the the big thing with that one is that Dewey dies.
1: Yes. Oh, also, I forget if it's four or five, but they let Dewey have a wider mustache in one of the movies. I know he has like oh. I think it's I think it's five. He has like a because he has that like weird uh, only on the inside mustache for most of the movies.
0: Oh. like it, it it doesn't
1: reach the side of his mouth and then mm-hmm. i think movie five he gets he gets a full one
0: wow yeah. see that was the the giveaway yeah that was mm-hmm. he's not gonna make it through this mm-hmm. um i did forget to mention scream for Allison Bree is in it as as Sydney's publicist and for whatever reason I really love her in it and in general I really love Scream 4 I think it's a very fun very watchable movie
1: yeah I mean that one's also got what Hayden Panettiere we talked about she might be coming back to Scream yes. 6 is the idea
0: and she's so good in it. She just is exactly who you want that character to be. I feel like she's, like, super funny and...
1: Yeah, she's kind of I like, know, I don't know, she's like the Randy and the Tatum kind of at the same time. Like, yeah.
0: yeah. Yeah, she's sassy and she's... She's smart. She's smart and sassy.
1: Yeah. And she's a horror buff, they reveal. Oh, yeah.
0: They only, that's right. This whole
1: movie, like, they really want you to know that they've seen the movie I Spit on Your Grave, like, that's just the ultimate name drop.
0: Yeah, which like I feel like that's one of those that's like just about a woman getting raped and then getting revenge. If I remember yeah, I correctly, think so. yeah, and it's like we don't really need to reference this one so much. It's just kind of hard to watch. Yeah, it's just you know? it's
1: one of those movies that I don't know. It's like in in the universe of Scream, name dropping it is like the ultimate street cred. Like, oh yeah, I've seen that movie. Mm-hmm. Wait a minute, a girl has seen I spit on your grave. What
0: the? <laughs> what movie is this from? I spit on your garage. Yeah, right. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, that was one moment I did not like is when Hayden Panzer is talking to the killer on the phone and and the killer asks a question, like, you know, if you want to live, you have to answer this question correctly. And then she's like, yeah, great, what's the question? And then before he's even done talking, she just starts spouting off,
1: horror movies every horror
0: movie she can think of and it was like that would be like the dumbest thing to possibly do in this situation yeah you know it just was um it was a silly moment
1: it's like i don't know that's like I don't know, the, uh, the dialogue in Quentin Tarantino movies is always someone being like, I was watching a Gene Kelly movie the other day. Oh, which one? Sun on the High Noon or Wagon Train Express? <laughs> no, no, me, I love old Skippy Duda. Yeah, it's just like people naming obscure movies is the best dialogue they can imagine. Like,
0: yeah. yeah. Yeah, true. Um I did read about the Scream TV show a little bit. Did you know that they use a different mask in the Scream TV show?
1: No, that's crazy.
0: Yeah, it looks like um do you know who the Jab-a-Walkies are? <laughs> yeah, They're like dance crew. Yeah. It looks like that. Huh. It's like this is not scary. This is so stupid.
1: <laughs> I guess there was like a certain pressure to do something new or do you think it was like a copyright issue?
0: I think that's just what they wanted to do, because from what I read, they, like, actively did not want anyone from Scream to be in it. I think Wes Craven was like, fuck you guys, like, I feel like it was, like, made everybody mad that they wanted it to be separate, is kind of what it sounded like, so, I don't know, I don't really get the choice, it's like, so you want to make the show, but you don't want it to be, it's weird.
1: Maybe it's like, it's like a a splitting sectarian thing, like, um... It's like how they made a, a Child's Play reboot a couple of years ago, maybe even like two years ago, and nobody liked it, and it wasn't written by the guy that makes the other movies, but then the guy who makes the Child's Play movies now has like a Chucky TV show. Uh, mm. So I don't know, maybe maybe the the real heads are, are digging what's going on in the TV show.
0: That's true. I'm trying to remember if it was the new Scream that they said, like, the studio was like, yeah, we're not gonna remake it, so some other place, like, bought it. I think it was Scream, because what the fuck other movie would I be reading about? Where I was just like, that doesn't make any sense for such a successful franchise to be like, no, we're never doing that again. Take it.
1: It is, you know, uh, talking about streaming the movies, because they're so, like, spaced out, there's no streaming place that has them all. Like... I think Scream, mm. did you watch any of them for free, like streaming?
0: Um, I got Stars, which had Scream 1, 2, and 3. Right,
1: okay, so Stars has 1, 2, 3, but not 4 and 5. Okay, and then I think if you had to get like Paramount Plus to get Scream 5.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, and then I forget where 4 was. I think I just had to pay for it. Huh. Yeah, very strange.
1: You know, with, uh, Godzilla, between, like, the uh, the Japanese offices and the American offices, they have to alternate movies. Like, uh, in Japan, they made this movie Shin Godzilla, and they can't make a sequel until America's made, like, three more Godzilla movies. Like, they, oh they're, God. they're not allowed to make another one. Uh, and I wonder if there's a similar thing with Scream. It's, like, you can't use the Ghostface mask because we have this, like, schedule in mind, and if you're diluting the Ghostface brand... Uh, Then you know, no one's going to go see these movies, so we have to make it just different enough by giving them Jabberwocky masks.
0: Yeah, Mm -hmm. I mean, I would get that. That's, yes. Um, Okay, the one thing I remember about Scream 5 that I just want to say is that I do feel like it gave me everything I wanted. It really, in terms of, like, the nostalgia, because of how much Sydney's in it, the way she's in it, the... The reunion with, like, Dewey and Gale and everything. Even though Dewey and Gale, their whole relationship is fucking weird. And Dewey's just a fucking weirdo at this point. Like, just driving away everybody around him and whatever. So we're not that sad when he dies, I guess. It's just like, well, he's already living alone. He's not that happy, you know. Um, But it, it really did give me everything that I wanted it to.
1: Yeah. Did you catch the little Easter egg that uh, Sydney does get married to Patrick Dempsey's character. Uh, no! Yeah, I, I only saw it because I was reading the trivia online, but I guess at one point she's like, I'm coming, but I have to tell Dave first or whatever, and that's the name of the character that Patrick Dempsey plays in the f- third one, fourth one? Wow. Because he skips a movie, right? I think he's only in the third one.
0: Yeah, but like, and he, yeah, did have a big crush on her, like for no reason, in the third movie, and he very much seemed like he was also going to be the killer. Yeah. I thought it was going to be him and Emily Mortimer. Yeah. Um. So interesting. She married him. Okay. Well, I mean, great. Yeah. They have to. They have to connect these things. They're building somehow. out the
1: Screamiverse. That's, yeah.
0: I knew I was going to miss things by not rewatching that one after because I just didn't remember Scream Two or Scream Three pretty much at all, so...
1: Yeah, Scream 5 is, like, uh, the, the Legacy characters are almost, like, a B-story plot. Like, they, they're not, like, the main thing of the movie. They're kind of... Yeah. Uh, they come there to, like, help at the end. Like, they're kind of the ones that save the day in this situation.
0: Yeah. but And I... I don't know how old the people are in the movie, but I I did kind of come to the realization recently that I when I watch movies starring teenagers who are actually close to their teenage years, I generally don't like it that much. Mm-hmm. It's like I feel like we need people who are in their late twenties, early thirties to pretend to be sixteen. So that it's just so that it feels important because when it really feels like a sixteen-year-old being like, it's like shut the fuck up yeah i can't i can't care about this you
1: know yeah i mean it's like unless there's some kind of weird like uh was it like jacob tremblay or something where you're like there's just an adult human living inside that body there's something weird going on but (laughs) wait
0: who is that he's
1: the kid from room uh and he's
0: oh he was
1: also in the the movie good boys and he was in uh doctor sleep he it's like the little kid yeah anyway there's you a... are immediately going on a
0: list. Oh, well, I don't know I... who's making it, but Please.
1: it's, I... Look, I'm just saying. <laughs> he might be old enough now. Let me Google J- Jacob Tremblay age. <laughs> he
0: might be old <laughs> enough now. Uh, Oh,
1: God. <laughs> no, just, just for me to not go to jail, I mean, not for any particular action. <laughs>
0: Yeah, okay. I actually, so you like the precocious child in movies. No, I
1: just mean like generally, I, I, I'm i picking out like one exception to the rule where you're like this kid's got some like kind of strange preternatural acting talent. Like he doesn't act like a 16 mm-hmm. year old. But yeah, uh, were you getting at the fact that Jenna Ortega is actually like a 18 year old in this movie?
0: I, it just seemed like most of the people were too teenage-like for me to care.
1: Yeah. Okay. You weren't like. Uh, but I
0: also am just older. Like I, I can't tell if, if I legit, if I have legitimate reasons to not like stuff, or if it's just that I'm older. I, you know, it's hard to tell.
1: Yeah. It's. I don't know. I mean. You know, those the screen movies. I get older. They stay the same age. That's, that's what I'm always saying.
0: Yeah, yeah, that's true. Yeah, and well, that's okay for the screen movies. You can always want to have sex with Matthew Lillard, and it's never creepy because he's an adult. Yeah. But yeah. when you rewatch, like, um, The Sandlot, you can't have a crush on that 14 year old anymore. Yeah, yeah. You're not allowed. But you still will because you remember the feeling and you're not allowed. Yeah. Okay, Karate Kid, don't even think about it.
1: Yeah, no. yeah. I'm trying to think of there was not nah, ever mind i won't go. i won't go down this rabbit hole there was some i really
0: would like you to <laughs> there was some movie
1: recently where I, I found out that the actress was it like like megan fox and transformers was like 16 or something like that uh, right. Like you know, I think I was probably about 16 when I saw it. So, I, uh, so it was okay. Yeah, but it's one of those things where if I go back and watch it now, it's like, yeah, that's a, that's a 16 year old. It's pretty weird.
0: Not okay. Yeah. No, you know what else happens sometimes, though, is where you see somebody in something and you go, gosh, they look really young. And they're playing like a 17 year old, and you're like, yeah, they look it. And then you Google just just to see. <laughs> like, yeah. I mean, maybe they're not. And then you're like, oh, they're 26. And you're like, I guess it's fine. <laughs> Even though you were already kind of open to it, even when you thought they were a little younger, mm. you know what I mean? You were open to it enough to Google. That's all I'm saying. Yeah, I'm yeah, just sure. Saying, have you seen Have you seen you Have you seen that TV show?
1: No, but I uh, I know vaguely about it.
0: Okay, well, the character Love in season three is like has kind of a thing with a teen mm-hmm. um, who has a crush on her, and he's I mean he's very attractive. And it does turn out that he's like 26 or 27. So it's okay for me to be attracted to this teen because he's not actually a teen. Yeah. But also I was like please please don't be a teen. (laughs) It's still creepy. It's like he still looks like a teen. He still looks convincingly like a teen. You still shouldn't like this.
1: Yeah. Do you remember when that movie came out? I think it was called like The Orphan or something. And yeah, the plot of the or the the kind of twist was that this girl who's like twelve was actually like a grown woman. I think. Yeah. When that movie came out, I think maybe like my friends and I were, I don't know, maybe like the age of the orphan. And I think one of my friends might have googled orphan girl nude. And <laughs> she's like, it's okay, man. She's actually like the actress is actually like old. And I don't know. I mean, hopefully. No.
0: Uh, <laughs> See, okay. Why isn't this illegal, though? Honestly, when they do all- make like near child porn in these movies, where even if the actress is old enough, when you tell me she's fifteen or sixteen, and then you have her like take her top off, it's like, yeah, illegal. This is <laughs> not.
1: Yeah, that's how Licorice pizza was. Uh, Philip Seymour Hoffman's character is like fifteen in that movie. That's a weird movie too. Uh, I don't know if you've seen that one or not. Yes. I think his I think it's it's weird because like his character is supposed to be 15 and but he's really like like 19 or he's 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 still quite young. He's, he's maybe not 15 though.
0: Yeah, but you're like you look like a big enough dork like that you could be that awkward age. Yeah. So this still is not it's not great. I know a lot of people had a hard time with that. I more was just like why does he like her they didn't give us a reason and then why is she even bothering i just was confused
1: yeah Um, i think it's like the weird thing is nobody in this movie understands that that kid is philip seymour hoffman's son but in a a weird way (laughs) in a weird way they do i don't know that's yeah yeah
0: yeah i think i think that's a lot of it when people say they like it i'm like well what did you know going in because I didn't know who he was and I didn't think he did a good job or that the movie was good. I thought it was very bad. Yeah. But, you know, I didn't I didn't have him on a pedestal. I thought Bradley Cooper was the only good part of the movie. And I've heard other people say he was the worst part of the movie, mm, which yeah. I think is insane.
1: It's the power of cinema, I guess.
0: Okay. Whatever. <laughs> <laughs> okay, games yeah. and then I'll let you go to bed.
1: Okay. No, I mean it's it's not that late.
0: <laughs> I assume you're going to bed after that. I don't know. Maybe. (laughs) Okay. Who do you want to die like?
1: Huh. Okay, let's see. Um... Okay, so... I guess it's kind of funny, the idea of um, Tatum from the first one, where people just find Mm -hmm. find her body later on, and she's like dangling from the garage door. Mm-hmm. I guess that's kind of funny because then also later she gets kind of like spoofed and screamed for. They have like the the party where you can sell like the it's like those Halloween decorations you can get where it's a witch crash into your house, but you can get it's like Channing's yeah. legs hanging out of your uh, garage door opener. Oh, yeah. So I think that's kind of an iconic one. That one's pretty good. Yeah. Um,
0: and that also does. I just have to say, scary movie. Um. I know fat jokes are wrong, but sometimes they're so good yeah. that you can't help but like it. So they have uh, Marissa Jarrett winoker is the Tatum character, and mm. she gets stuck trying to go through the doggy door. She's, like, really trying. Yeah. Really trying to get through it, and it's just... Her performance is fucking hilarious. It's yeah. just... The way she's squirming and screaming, it's just hilarious.
1: Who is it that, okay, so that's another scary movie scene is somebody gets stabbed in the head through like a hole in the wall. And In Scary Movie, yes. it's, it's somebody's penis.
0: <laughs> yes, when that scene happened in Scream 2, I don't think Sean had seen it, so he went, oh I know what happened because <laughs> of Scary Movie. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, you get stabbed through the ear with a dick, and and yeah, and it's not really much better <laughs> in Scream Two. It's just with a knife, and you're like, "What?" And he is listening through the stall to some guy making like Adam Sandler like, <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, right. It's like, what the fuck is happening? I guess that's Why? probably
1: that's probably a pretty painless way to go. That's like the thing that they use in Country for old men, like the little bolt that goes into your head. You know, like.
0: Uh, I think it's a little different when it's a knife. I bet you feel it for some of it. You know what I mean? I know it's quick, but how quick is it?
1: Yeah. I don't know.
0: Oof. I don't know. You want that one, though, you're thinking?
1: Well, I'm just thinking, okay, so what are the ones that would hurt the least? Blown-up house probably hurts a lot. You probably get on fire. Uh.
0: Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. A lot of guys get- get right by it. A lot of guys
1: get shot. Um.
0: Yeah. Jerry O'Connell, he's, like, hung up there, and then he gets shot. But does he die right away? I don't remember.
1: His look Because he was, like, I think alive when he was getting hung up, right? He was, like... Yeah. yeah.
0: It was, like, a fun frat thing or something.
1: <laughs> yeah, right. Um... Yeah, I'm gonna go with garage door. What about you?
0: Yeah. Uh... I definitely don't want one of the ones where you get stabbed like twenty times. Yeah. That's like rough. the Drew Barrymore is like probably the worst one. Yeah. Um I might go with getting blown up in the house. I, I feel like you're gone pretty quick. And it would just be kind of funny. Like somebody has to go through the house and like find all the body parts. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that's just like cute. It's like a scavenger hunt that's, like, gross. Yeah. you And if you did an open casket anyway, like, that could be kind of fun.
1: Yeah, it's, like, you know, just a charred body. It's, it's a good prank on all your friends.
0: It's, yeah, well, I mean, in little pieces, maybe, there, maybe a foot made it out. We don't know. Oh, no, so it's
1: just one foot in a coffin. <laughs>
0: we don't know what they're finding that's like the whole thing you're saying it right now like you get it (gasps) okay which killer would you rather contend with like if you had to fight one of the killers try to escape who do you think you have a chance with
1: okay that's good I, i would say they get more and more like and they kind of reference it in the movies they get a little more like supernaturally strong as the movies go on Like in the first one, they're the most like stumbly and folly, and then at a certain Mm -hmm. point they start wearing bulletproof vests, and then at a certain point they keep doing this thing where like you think he's dead, and then he just disappears immediately. Yeah. So I would say they probably get harder and harder as they go on. Um, I don't know. Laurie Metcalf is probably not too hard to take down. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. She's got the. Yeah, and, she's got the psychological aspect, though. She might sneak up on you.
0: True. Because I would. Sorry, what? Well,
1: you know, a, a little bit of backstory to her is that she apparently has been like stalking Gale for months, or at mm. least she she came to Gail's, like TED talk or whatever and asked questions in the oh. audience, and so she's you know she's pernicious.
0: Yeah, you wouldn't you wouldn't expect it from her. So yeah, she may kill you in a way that you don't expect. Yeah, that is not just dressing up in the costume and getting you. Yeah. Um. And actually, that scene we didn't mention Elise Neal in Scream Two, but when Sydney and then Elise Neal have to climb over the killer when he's like passed out, they think or whatever yeah. in the cop car. That's pretty great. That's pretty great. Yeah,
1: that's just it's a very um it's a long sequence like a lot of stuff happens but it's like Mm -hmm. so small and it's like okay now we have to get out past him now we have to open this door and now we're gonna crawl now i'm gonna crawl and then they have this whole funny misdirect where it's like uh she walks away and then looks back and then the killer is actually on the other side yeah that was good yeah yeah
0: i thought that was pretty cool um yeah, I do think... I mean, Stu, he is... I think the worst thing about contending with Stu or one of the Scream 1 people is that they are real, like, psychopaths. Like, they don't seem to give a fuck. Like you said, they're gutting everybody. It's, like, yeah. the most brutal shit. That it's, like... I feel like that trait in a killer is not not great. I may I may want to take on the girl from... From the
1: new one. Yeah, she's pretty, pretty wispy, I'd say.
0: Yeah, I don't imagine her being too, too hard. Also, Rory Culkin. I can't <laughs> see, you know, he's gotta be a hundred pounds soaking wet, you know? Yeah. Yeah, he doesn't seem... Take him down.
1: Um, I think that's one of the movies, too, where, like, some of the kill scenes, like, afterwards, you're like, I don't think that would have been either of those two, like... Physically, the killer doesn't oh, seem yeah. to be like either of them.
0: True. That's true. And, well, and his character is, I would say, more or less probably talked into killing by Emma Roberts' character. Like, he's yeah. just kind of that, like, well, I guess we could kill all our friends. Like, that, sure.
1: Yeah. It's interesting that the first movie came out right before Columbine, or maybe right around Columbine. And, uh,. They always kind of follow the Columbine uh, structure, you know. It's it's the one guy who's super crazy, and then the one guy who's just like depressed, and will just do whatever. Uh, totally, it's like they were both they were both tapping into something there, you know.
0: But. Yeah, true. Um. Ah, uh, who would be the killer in your life right now?
1: Interesting. Well, it's, it's gotta be who you least expect, right? So yeah. probably Frida would have to kill me, but
0: it mm. it would be like
1: such a long game on her part. You know, like, what is she getting out of it?
0: Right. But she'd have some crazy explanation. Yeah, yeah. your family and you know, who knows? It would be, you'd be like, wait, okay, draw me a diagram. I don't, I don't get
1: Don't you remember? We went to middle school together. I was voted <laughs> second most likely to be a game show host. <laughs> you know?
0: Yes! That kind of thing sticks with you. Yeah. It affects your self-esteem. So
1: maybe her or I think um, one of my teachers in school, maybe, mm. would want to kill me. Like, I like the idea of a teacher who somehow gets me to take their class, like, just so that they can yes. kill me. Yes!
0: I love that. Yeah. Like, they knew just what you'd be into. Yeah. Yeah, that's a good one. I was thinking my neighbor. I have, like, a sweet little lady lady neighbor who will be, like, your garage door's open. So I think it would be a really good thing to be, like, she was doing that the whole time, and one day she's going to, like, manipulate me. Like, I come home early from work so that she can get the jump on me. You know Uh, what I mean?
1: Yeah, so one day she says your garage door is open, and then you walk out there, and she's
0: exactly i'm doing a knife stabbing
1: motion by the way i know this is a podcast but
0: right i'm sure everybody got it they sensed it um okay and now we're gonna cast scream six so what i need from you first is an actor from a 90s tv show
1: um matthew fox
0: okay all right interesting okay Um, I need a character from another movie or series, like Jay and Silent Bob, just somebody to just walk by and be like, wait a minute, is that? Hold on.
1: Um, it would be that guy from the movie Shazam, the superhero movie.
0: Oh, okay.
1: It would be like, they they tie in the Marvel or the, the DC universe somehow, like...
0: Oh right. Oh the guy from Marvelous Miss Maisel. Uh okay. Wait, no, I didn't say Marvelous yeah. Miss
1: Maisel, I said <laughs> You said
0: Jazam.
1: Oh wait, are they I mean the just, same guy? I
0: it is the same. Oh, okay,
1: guy. I see what you're saying. Yeah. Or yeah. I'm trying to think of who's like our modern day jester of the scene, uh Harley Quinn, it would be yeah.
0: Okay, yeah. Somebody really in full costume, uh superhero is where you're where you're heading which i think is interesting that's not what i would have thought but that's very interesting. what would you
1: have what would you thought
0: um the guys from 21 jump street Uh, the movie okay right so channing tatum get him in there maybe you can only get one of them what difference does it make yeah you know i feel like that would be really good and for my actor from a 90s tv show wilmer valderrama okay yeah okay 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 actor with a famous relative
1: that's good um, oh, you know who I just found out, um, what was she in, what were we watching last night? You know who Kyle Chandler is? He's like a character actor. Mm-hmm. He's got a daughter, mm-hmm. uh, and she's in, oh. um, she's in Things Now, I forget what she's in, but anyway, it was just some random person I looked up and I was like, that's Kyle Chandler's daughter, what the heck?
0: Oh wow! Okay, yeah, might as well put her in stuff. Yeah. You know, we just had Uma Thurman and Ethan Hawke's daughter in the Stranger Things. Yeah, yeah. You know, we've got you just you throw them in stuff. Uh, who is that? Um, Dakota Dakota Johnson, Don Johnson, and Melanie Griffith's daughter. Right. Yeah. It's just you know, it's we like that. Um, a problematic actor. Okay. Problematic
1: act. Well, I'm, I'm personally always rooting for the Andrew Dice Clay renaissance, so I would put... He's. I'm always trying to give him little roles, you know, he was all right in The Star is Born. You give him his little little bits.
0: Oh! Yes! Well, you know what's interesting? I don't remember what the fuck I was watching. I think it was The History of Stand-Up on HBO, okay. I think, Um, and they played some clips. From Andrew Dice Clay. Okay that's a firework. There's shootings outside my house all the time so I just have to like figure it out. Yeah. <laughs> it's like do I need to duck? <laughs> um and Andrew Dice Clay was legitimately like I wouldn't say he was legitimately funny but he was as in on the joke as a person could be like they, it was not like he thought this character was so great and the whole audience was in on it like They played this clip that was like, oh, clearly everybody is making fun of this type of person, and that's the fun of it. But that's never how anybody ever talks about Andrew Dice play. It's like, he was dead fucking serious when he said this shit. Yeah, You know what I mean? Yeah.
1: Yeah, I mean, like, do you ever hear about the whole SNL thing where, like, the the cast was protesting so he wouldn't be on? Like, it was very controversial when he was going to be hosting. Yeah, it was just like a big... I mean, I don't know. I'm not going to defend him too much, but he's he's a guy who every now and then will have like a serious acting role and i think he's he's always good.
0: Hmm. Okay, well that's a good choice. Yeah. What about you? I mean, i'll i'll defend him and i've only seen a second clip of him. Um uh, Army Hammer.
1: Yeah, okay. He's he's like a pretty dangerous level of problematic right now because i don't know what to expect from him. Uh-huh. Like he could just i don't know, like he could do a major movie and i would go, oh, "Okay, i guess people are over it," but i don't really know.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I don't know either. Wasn't sure if that was the right choice. My other thought was Victoria Jackson, but it's like nobody even knows. She was like on SNL at some point, and then she's just like very Republican in like a crazy way, so. Um, An actor from an 80s rom-com.
1: Okay. That's tough for me, Um, because I don't know any 80s rom-coms.
0: Um, really Mag- Meg Ryan? How about any okay, yeah, yeah I could see that.
1: what would she be playing in this? Is she like somebody's mom or
0: yeah, she might have to be the killer um she's somebody who's who's gotta be just hardly in it. she's got a lot of a lot of makeup on too much um well, you know what she would be really good for was uh. Like Sydney's niece, Emma Roberts' mom, like that could have been Mae Bryan. Yeah, okay, you know, sure. She gets stabbed through the door; blood comes out of her mouth. Like after getting stabbed in the in the mailbox. Yeah. Like I said, that like it's a human body part. <laughs> she was stabbed in the mailbox. Um, but you know, yeah, I sure. could have been Mae Bryan. You know, well, you yeah, you know, I, you get it. Um, I said Judd Nelson. He was in The Breakfast Club, Yeah, it just feels like he he could be in that. Um, a legit good actor, where you're like, why are you in this? Why?
1: Um, Paul Walkerhauser, I think that's his name, from, uh, from, uh, uh what's that movie called? Um, do you know who I'm talking about? No! Uh, I feel so bad right now, I can't think of the name of this movie. Um,
0: okay, let's find that out, and then I'm also going to search for... Richard Jewell. Yeah, it's
1: the guy stuff. from Richard Jewell. I don't, what
0: the fuck is Richard Jewell? Uh, okay, well, okay,
1: he's also in Defy Bloods. He's also in... Um, look, this guy, he's an American treasure. What's
0: his name again? Paul... Paul Walker... Uh, Paul
1: Walter Hauser. yeah.
0: Walter... I was going to say, you can't just be, it's like, Michael B. Jordan. Like, what are you doing?
1: Yeah. Oh, he was also I in I Time. I yeah. what you said his
0: name.
1: Paul Walter Hauser.
0: Paul Walter. How, how do you spell Hauser? H
1: a u s e r.
0: Nobody. Nobody knows what I'm talking about. My vote is like no, absolutely not. Yeah, he's real. That's not a person. Oh, that guy. Okay.
1: He's an American treasure. He's he's really good in everything he's in.
0: Okay. I mean, he looks immediately cheesy, but. I guess that's what these movies are, so why not? Yeah. Okay. What
1: about you? What's your and what's your good actor? I
0: said Brian Cranston, which I really could see happening. Yeah, I can and see the doing one. I, I do just have to bring this up really quickly. Have you ever seen Your Honor?
1: No. Oh wait, what's? no, I don't think so.
0: It's a showtime show starring Brian Cranston. No, I haven't seen that. There's one. only one season. Okay. I just have to bring it up because um, if anybody listens to this podcast, which is probably mostly going to be my mom, and she's already seen it, but like anybody else, I just need people to know that this show is so good, and everybody would be talking about it if it wasn't on Showtime, because nobody watches Showtime, yeah. it's just like not a thing that people care about. But especially, like, the first episode is, like, one of the best episodes of television I've ever seen in my whole life. So huh. that just has to be out there. How long did it come out? On the record. Um, a year or something? It's pretty new. Hmm. Okay.
1: Yeah, I could okay, I could see well, him doing great. one of these movies. It's like, he's got a big, like, scene, and then he gets, he probably dies pretty quickly, I think. But
0: I think he's, so, like, such yeah.
1: a good actor that you would think he wouldn't die
0: or something yes absolutely he can be the drew barrymore in the opening yeah that'd be funny that would be really original i like that an older guy you're like (laughs) what do i fucking care um okay and then the final question is who is the killer in in this movie with all these actors if you can remember any of them i should have been writing down and i wasn't and i'm sorry no it's
1: okay um my movie was Matthew Fox, Meg Ryan, Paul Walter Hauser, uh Kyle Chandler's daughter and um
0: Andrew Dice Andrew, Clay. Andrew Dice
1: Clay. Yeah. And you know what um I think probably following the Scream format it would be Kyle Chandler's daughter. She mm, it, it's yeah. It's always like the new generation has something to prove or else they're old and they have some kind of connection with with the past. So if it was Andrew Dice Clay would be like he's Billy Loomis's dad or or something like, yeah.
0: Yeah, that would be really good. I and you can you could pair them up. You could do the two. You might need to. Yeah, it's it's always know? like a cross
1: generational thing.
0: Mm-hmm. So I forgot to say that at my actor with a famous relative that I'm putting in my Screen Six movie is Beanie Feldstein.
1: Okay, you know I. I watched something good with her in it pretty recently. Um, mm. The American Crime Story Impeachment season. Uh, mm. I know people kind of liked the um the o j Simpson season and then the second season people didn't talk about very much, and then the third one I didn't hear anyone talk about, but um yeah, I watched it pretty recently, and she was definitely good in it. She plays Monica Lewinsky
0: oh, interesting, yeah yeah i like her i definitely feel like she could be the killer uh maybe along with jed nelson i don't know who jed nelson is maybe he's like dewey's dad we haven't really done enough like his children were murdered does
1: billy have like a long-lost brother or something like
0: <sighs> yeah but i feel like especially with dewey dying the next killer has to be associated with Dewey. yeah i think i
1: think yeah it's, it's dewey's long-lost yeah. son he's
0: Coming yeah, to him. I mean, yeah. It could be long lost somebody. It could just be like his brother, or his uncle, or some shit. You know, yeah. that's just like we don't know them. We don't know it's, them. It's
1: the cigarette guy from the first movie.
0: Yeah, because whatever happened to him was he brutally murdered? I don't remember. Yeah. <laughs> I don't think so. <laughs> I don't know okay i just do have one more thing to ask you about and it's that i need you to style gail for this upcoming movie i just really want something different from her because she's been looking kind of the same screen four screen five yeah a lot of changes so i want to know first of all if she's wearing a suit is she wearing a primary color or a pastel or a print what are your ideas
1: okay so i think for this movie I would like a color that's bold, but also dignified. I'm thinking maybe like a very dark orange, like almost red, but still got that orangish mm. tint to it.
0: Yes. And now what would this shade of red be called? Because earlier you mentioned a cherry red and a firetruck red, and I'm like needing this is like, to know what this is. I would almost
1: call it burnt amber. Uh,
0: oh, yeah, like, okay. Yeah. Gorgeous, yeah. loving this. Okay, so you're kind of classing her up a little bit. It's it's
1: it's like bold, but also mature. Like it's it's grown up just a little bit, you know.
0: Yeah, okay. for sure. Okay, and her hairstyle. Give me a length. Yeah, and then give me a detail. So she does. She have highlights? Does she have bangs? Does she have a colorful streak? What What can we add on?
1: I'm thinking that 2023 is the year of volume where she's she's gotten, what do they call it, a blowout? When you have just like really big, voluminous yes. hair. Uh And... Gorgeous. So it's like shoulder length or whatever, but it's just like, uh, got like a lot of body to it. Um,
0: like Gilda Radner, like, whoa! Yeah. Is it
1: big? It's kind of like how, okay, how, the, how the mom jeans are coming back. It's kind of like a similar, you know. Okay, the,
0: yes. That big hair loving this okay and then any plastic surgery you want her to get in between
1: um no but i want her to shave her eyebrows off and then draw them on with uh, a pencil
0: okay that's a good note yeah yeah Yeah, i like that um i think that sounds fantastic i want to watch this movie thanks I think you've done a bang up job with your casting and your styling. I mean, what what can't you do? How about how about a soundtrack? Do you want to add a couple songs to the soundtrack real quick?
1: Um,
0: probably, probably, no. probably uh, Dave Matthews
1: Band. Dave Matthews Band.
0: Yeah, I'm thinking we—that's a good one. We
1: kind of switch it up a little bit, and it's like. I don't know maybe the killer's into like jam bands or something
0: yes okay so like a slightly more like hip than the other ones but still like oh you're not quite there okay you tried a little bit yeah i like that or it's the kind
1: of movie where you might get like an ironic backstreet boys drop like um, oh
0: yes yeah somebody you're like happy to see them die they're listening to backstreet boys and you're like look at this <coughs> fucking idiot yeah yeah yeah, and maybe it's a guy, so you can also have that one gay joke in there yeah. where it's like, oh my god, who <laughs> would listen to this? So, I really like that. I think that sounds like a fun, a fun flick.
1: Yeah, I think it'd be good. And, of course, Aiden Panettiere is going to be in it. She's already signed on, so.
0: Right. So, we've already got the lead. Yeah. Well, thank you so much, number one was up mask fan thank you for coming here to talk about the spin-off mask the scream mask Mm -hmm. and all that went along with that i know it's probably hard to you know um not focus on your favorite aspects but
1: sometimes you just got to tuck the tongue back in and you know regular mask time
0: right that's beautiful that's beautiful you should put that on a sign and sell it at Ross. <laughs> okay, yeah, I'll, I'll think about it. <laughs> okay, okay, now those are gunshots, I think. <laughs> okay, so <laughs> no, I'll... <laughs> I'll let you go. Okay. Um, thanks. Yeah, thanks for having bye. me. Bye.
1: This, uh, this was fun. Thank you.
0: Oh, uh, yeah, it was fun. <laughs> okay.
1: All right. Bye. Yeah, I'll talk to you later. Bye.
0: Okay. <laughs> okay.